Hello and welcome to another episode of the Unfinished Cubby podcast. With me today is Christine Parfit. Christine, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. So I had flagged with you, I mean, we can talk about whatever we choose to, but I had um, put down something, how to determine your priorities and organise your life to match. And the reason that I chose that is because I'm impressed by what you've done recently in, in doing exactly that, sort of having a real think about how you spend time, how you want to spend time, and then taking steps to create that in your life. Um, are you, do you want to talk, talk about that straight up? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, can you just tell me why? <laughs> Can you, why were you impressed with that? Can you kind of start me off? In a... Sure, sure. Um, well, you, um, actually the other thing that we could do is come back to this and um, the other thing I was going to ask is, do you remember how we met? I actually don't. I feel like we've known each other forever. Okay, yes. Uh, I do rem I remember exactly how we met actually. Um, there's a bit of a story behind it from my point of view in that uh, I'd, I'd been working from home for quite a while, a couple of years or so, and I really love, had, had been really loving working from home until almost like the flick of a switch. I didn't, I wasn't enjoying it. I felt very isolated. Um, I just, I wasn't happy doing that. And I, um, I decided to go and get a coffee with Mulaney and I met up with a mutual friend of ours now, Jane, who just happened to be there. I didn't arrange to meet her. It was one of those, um, fortuitous moments if you like and she happened to be in Mulaney and I that I was feeling sufficiently bad about you know being isolated and that when she said how are you instead of just saying I'm fine I kind of launched into I'm really unhappy working from home and I'm feeling really isolated and so Jane was the one who said well, why don't you come along to the, she told me about the co-working space and she told me about the lunch that they, was oh, yeah. the regular lunchtime on, on Thursdays. So I made an immediate decision that I, I needed to do something to switch things up a bit and came along to the lunch and then I immediately joined the co-working space. And you were really welcoming. I was really, uh, I was nervous about, you know, I was really, you know, will I fit in? Um, all of those things. And I was really happy at how welcoming everyone was. And that's, yeah, cool. that's how I first met you. Sweet. And so what was that sort of like 2013-ish or? Uh, yeah, it would have been about that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're very fortunate um, here with the the IT lunch, as it's called, the regular meetup, which has been going for decades, as far as I'm aware, um, that anyone's welcome to on a Thursday lunch. And then, yeah, that co-working space has evolved a few times. It was, um, it's now, of course, the tree house, but then was the code cave, a little dungeon underneath the... the That's bookstore. where I started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I, did, I think I did two years in the code cave. And funnily enough, now I really enjoy working from home again and it's not a problem for me. It's just, and it just shows that, um, and I guess it can lead into talking about priorities and I can't remember exactly what you said we were going to talk about, but it can lead into that because I think one thing I've learned is that 
um, there's no there's no one thing that suits me and most people I think all the time it's really sort of contextual you know like it, it's it, it was okay working from home until it wasn't yeah and now it's okay and, and now it's okay again so um just being aware of how things shift and change like that they're not you know things have seasons don't they for sure yeah um actually let's talk about your home because you moved there beginning of last year just before the start of COVID is that right Yes, yeah, I've got a fairly unconventional living space, as you know, because you've, you've been. And one of the reasons for that, so I'm living on a five-acre um, five property um, in regional Australia in Blackbutt. So it's about two hours uh, drive from Brisbane. And um, it was a place that I had been coming to for weekends, maybe once a month and loved coming here and all would would have loved to have moved here and never thought that i i was able to because of you know like the re the reasons that i told myself were because it was too far away from clients that i already had it was too far away from potential clients so i didn't think it was possible to move here and i kind of feel that covid gave me gave me permission myself to do that I was just about to, um, I just signed, I was just about to sign a contract on a co-working space on the Sunshine Coast at the Innovation Centre and they went into lockdown last March. So that, that didn't, that wasn't going to work out for me at that point in time. We didn't know then how long that was all going to last, you know, so, and I just, I, I came up here for a fortnight and then just made a spontaneous decision that I was going to be here permanently. So that was, that was about a year ago. So the unconventional aspect of it is that it was a little bit early to move in the sense that hadn't really, you know, we kind of pre-build uh, a standard house. So it's um, it's kind of pretty much outdoor living with a, uh, you know, like a, we've, we've got a shed that I'm in at the moment, you can probably see in the background and, you know, a few buildings, but we, it's fairly unconventional. Soon to become a little bit more conventional, but it's unconventional at the moment off-grid, uh, beautiful, quiet, peaceful, you know, so it's been, it's been good. I, um, I love that you've done that and it's, it's really inspiring. I, uh, I do want to live more like that, um, I, I guess, a, a little bit closer to nature and, and um, I guess a lot more removed from stresses and busyness um, is something that I see um, about living in the country, even while maintaining the same kind of tech work that you do. Um, the, the way you put it, like the, the stories that you tell yourself uh, that, that prevent it, I'm, I'm really aware of that for myself with various things like that, sort of looking at, I think I'd really like life to be like that, but it's just, it's, it's so different that it looks like a fantasy or a dream compared to what I'm used to and what's routine. Uh, there really is a big leap, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and also, I mean, it just depends on circumstances and, you know, I'm, I, I had the, I had the kind of privilege and freedom of, uh, 
you know, like being able to suit myself with this, you know, I don't have, um, I didn't have a lot of other people to consider when making that choice. So yeah, it does depend quite a, quite a bit on individual circumstances for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so what was the original, uh, what was the original the, premise? Yes. <laughs> well, so you, you reached out to me kind of recently and said that <clears throat> you realized uh the way you spoke so we you and i as sort of um tech people with our own businesses we like building things uh but we also know that we need to have clients that we build them for and to do that we need to do some kind of marketing and we're, we're told you know we need to create a profile in linkedin or start a podcast or whatever and um that was a joke uh but um yeah you you sort of thought well like going and doing a whole bunch of linkedin posts is just not something that i'm interested in at all um so instead of doing that and considering the amount of time that that takes um i could work for less if i have a channel of exactly the kind of work that i love doing coming to me in exactly the way I want it to come and then approached myself and a number of your other clients with a proposal like right. that. Is that a good summary yeah. of, of what you did? It, it is a good summary. Uh, it is a good summary and I think it also ties into the fact that it, it really depends on the on the context. It's not that I think that because um, you know it's not that I think that using LinkedIn and growing your business and all of those things is a is a bad idea because clearly you know like clearly it's what most people do you know when they're working for themselves um i think it was more the fact that and i think what, what i think what i always used to do is really pay a lot of attention to what other people were saying that you should do so you know like this idea that if you uh, you know the, the things that you should do in order to grow your business and while that advice might you know might be good I think one thing I was missing was who who was that advice really aimed at you know like in the first place and how does it fit my particular circumstances and um there there might have been a time or there would have been certainly would have been a time you know like 15 20 years ago where you know like it, it would have been irrelevant the fact that I didn't particularly enjoy doing LinkedIn post or something, I would have done it anyway, and it would have been the right thing to do. But I think it was, um, I think it, I just had the, the, um, the idea that while it's good to, while it's good to listen to advice, while it's good to listen to advice, it's how does it fit your own particular mm -hmm. set of circumstances? And I think that was the piece that I was missing. And when, um, when I really looked at it, I, and, and, it, and it's kind of related to moving here as well. It's that giving, giving myself permission and going, you know, going against the grain for a good reason, not because, mm. not because it was not because of, I didn't want to do hard things or I didn't want to do things that I didn't like doing, but really like looking at my own circumstances and, um, and seeing what was relevant for me at this stage in my career, in my life, in my home circumstances. And I mean, it's a bit selfish, but why not? I've just kind of really, 
wrote, you know, really thought about what I enjoyed doing, what I didn't really enjoy doing, what was my um, shortest and, you know, easiest path to getting what I wanted, basically, and also to give value to other people as well. And really using the network of people that I already have, rather than reaching out, reaching out to a lot of unknown people, was um, just seemed like more more appropriate for what I wanted to do. So, you know, so the way I went about it is, as you know, is I thought about a couple of people, yourself included, who I really wanted to work with. And I had a good idea of the work that I wanted to do. And um, basically, I was thinking, how can I make an offer that you just can't refuse, but that still works for me? And uh, yeah, it kind of seems to have been. And, and this idea of, um, this idea of how much, you know, how much income should you be making? That that's tied in with a whole lot of emotions and uh, pressure, and you know, and I really had to unpack that and sort of be confident to myself about my reasons for doing things and seeing the bigger picture and not just taking, you know, taking. Uh, like a piece of advice, like you should be charging this much, or this is how much you're worth or something like that. And looking at the bigger picture for me and just pleasing myself basically, whilst kind of like making it work for other people as well. And I, I, I love it because it means um, being able to take on some really valuable community type projects um, that otherwise are difficult to justify. Um, well, uh, that they often don't have, have have the budgets to to pay for a team on on full, yeah, exactly. full rates, um, but can you tell me how you what your process was to to determine that? And I ask for personal reasons. Um, I sort of I've um, made a dramatic shift in my life and coming in staying at this eco village and there's a lot of positives in that but uh you know and 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 there was a deliberateness to it i think that's a, a key word being deliberate about what you choose to do um that's certainly true but i'm really lost as to my next step and sometimes it's uh so much easier to move from uh a situation where something's clearly not working to moving from where everything's basically okay but i what yeah if, there, if there's not that extreme pressure to um to change something then we tend to to not change uh, which is which is prudent but um i don't yeah i, I know things can be better how, how do i sit down and, and figure out how to know yeah, what i want and make it so yeah yeah it's a really good point that that this that that point that you make about uh in fact you know that when things are kind of okay the uh, the you know the changing is quite difficult in those circumstances the pain has to be enough that the mm. pain of changing has you know has to be uh you know has to match the pain that you're feeling and if things are kind of okay it's easy it's just easy to just carry on and i'm just as, i'm really guilty of that all the time as well uh, and I wish I had a process. <laughs> I wish I did have a process to share. Um, 
I think that, you know, like if not so much, not a process as such, but if there's, there's, if there's something, if there's one thing that I'm really trying to improve for myself, I would say it's, um, you know, so it's paying attention to, paying attention to how I am feeling, feeling being a good word rather than thinking, but just like maintaining a bit more awareness of, you know, like, am I, am I happy doing what I'm doing or is there? And so for me, it's often that there's, it feels kind of okay or, or it seems to be kind of okay, but there's maybe like a, like a low level of anxiety or, um, or, or, you know, like just a feeling that, you know, it's not quite what I want. And it's kind of paying, if I had any processes at all, it's not, it's paying attention to those, those kind of feelings and um, sort of digging deeper and then basically just trying to unpack what's behind it. And, and just because, and I think one of the things that's, that's helped me as well is um, I have a tendency to uh, think that when I, you know, if, if, I ha if I've got some kind of idea for a change or, or if I think of a solution to, okay, this could be improved by doing this, I don't need to act on it straight away. It's okay for that to be true for me and then, and then to sit with that. And, you know, I tend to be quite impulsive. You know, like, so just sitting with that for a while and really um, paying attention ha has been the thing that's helped me a lot. But if I'm being totally honest, though, the, um, uh, the, the, the reason that I came up with the, the model of working that I've got at the moment was out of the necessity to change rather than, you know, like a, um, things are kind of more or less okay. And I'm just, you know... Uh, it, it was out of that necessity I have to do something um so I'm just as guilty as <laughs> <laughs> all right um and yeah right and, and that was I, I need I need some some business to come in um yeah, I, made, I made I made the decision to move here mm. I knew that it was going to um make things a little bit difficult for me in terms of uh not I would have to make make a lot more effort to get myself in front of people who I know who could who are my potential clients, and that you know, like it, while there are things that I can do about that, it's not as easy as maybe attend you know going along to some events or mm. uh, you know meeting up with people because I you know I'm that much further away and and also like it's it I actually enjoy just making things and doing things rather than that kind of activity as well mm -hmm. uh, me too um and i i, I mean I, I know you've got like a really solid foundation in buddhism um and a, a, a long-standing practice and i guess um a lot of what you were talking about then paying attention sounded like yeah that's that's that training right yeah for sure and you know, I, I mean, I wasn't sure exactly what we were going to talk about. And I know um, you mentioned work-life balance. So I think that was the one of the original ideas that we had to talk about. And um, that's, that's my official theme for for the unfinished cubby is, is work-life balance. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. Go on. So I did do um, 
I did, I did actually do a little bit of thinking about that, you know, about work-life balance. And I, I kind of realized that I'd never even really thought about, thought about it in those, in that way, you know, like, I mean, I hear people talk about work-life balance all the time, but I'd never, even, I'd never even sort of sat down and thought, what does it, you know, like, what does this even mean? And, um, uh, you know, and I, and I think it's true for most people these days that it's quite hard to put work in one corner and life in another, mm. you know, and sort of really, particularly with the kind of work that we do. And um, so I had quite a, quite a bit of a think about that, you know, like what is work, what is life, and what does it mean for them, you know, like for them to be in balance. I'm really interested to hear what you think as well. But one of the things that um, that you mentioned, like Buddhism and how what I said about awareness and self-awareness sounds, you know, like ties into that Buddhist way of thinking. And it, and it does certainly like that. A lot of that has come from my, you know, like my practice, Buddhist practice. Uh, and um, the, what I was thinking in terms of work is that um, I'm going off on a long train of thought here, so I hope, right. I, can connect the, I hope I can connect the dots somewhere along the way. <laughs> um, but the uh, one thing that I realized when I was thinking about it uh, was that um, the my work, and I know your work too, is very much centered around solving problems and you know solving problems have coming up with ideas and i'm kind of and i felt you know I, I i enjoy that i enjoy it as well i kind of like problem solving i like coming up with new ideas i like you know thinking of the answers and but what i was finding was that so that's very much work mode for me but what i what i really find is that um partly because it really ties in with my identity as a problem solver um, you know like so I don't know whether it's because um, I do that all day at work so that habit that muscle is really kind of exercise for me all the time I'm always like thinking of how to solve problems um, but it really kind of spills over into if we are going to separate work and life it really kind of spills over into my life in the sense that it you know it's quite difficult for me to separate work and life in the sense that I can't just stop thinking about work because I'm, because I'm solving problems at work. The solutions for a problem will, will come to me when I'm not officially working, if you see what I mean. So there's that aspect of it. But then, so that's kind of, a, uh, but then there's also the aspect of it that, um, you know, because I'm so used to problem solving, I kind of feel as though, I have to solve all the problems, <laughs> you know, like not just work problems, but I'm constantly thinking about solutions to things. And I'm, you know, Innovating like, so, and optimizing everything in your life. Yes. Not just my life, but in the world. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not quite as bad as that, but certainly I have that tendency. And if I, if one last thing, so it was really interesting to me when I was thinking about work-life balance, and if I had to, and also, you know, like, am I really happy or are there, are there ways in which I could be happier? And I think that that's um, sort of reducing that 
sort of level of anxiety that comes with there's a problem to be solved and I haven't mm. solved it yet is um, is a good thing for me to work on. <laughs> I don't have to be <laughs> I don't have to be solving all of the problems all of the time. So <laughs> <laughs> it's very meta. So your your mission is to uh, teach yourself that you don't need to have a mission. Yeah, and and I think that this um, the what we started off talking about, um, and maybe I wasn't clear exactly how I've changed my way of working. But um, so just to be clear on what I'm what I'm doing now is, I'm you know I I do like working for myself. So I, I I like the flexibility of choosing who I work with, what I work on, the hours that I work, the location that I work, all of those things. Um, so it's really important for me to have that freedom. But the the thing that I've changed is that it's kind of a hybrid between working for myself and and working for other people in in the sense that now I've I've I I have like two or three clients that I do yourself included that I that I do like a day's work for that begins and ends in that day normally speaking so what I've what I've tried to do is um, eliminate a lot of the background mental load that comes with constantly thinking about where is this project up to have I you know juggling different projects I'm trying to sort of simplify it which it's not that I can't do it it's just that I don't want to do it yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> so it's part of that and it's not that I know you know it's not that I didn't enjoy doing that previously it's just that it's part of like the deliberate um decision that I've made to and it is connected with work-life balance because it's um it's reducing that mental load that comes with constantly thinking about a particular particular projects and by by taking action in my work life and then also paying attention to when I'm in that problem solving mode the rest of the time it's kind of hopefully uh going some way, some way to reducing that sort of low level anxiety, which comes mm. with like being in problem solving mode. No, and the, and the way, I, don't, does that, I don't know if that makes sense even. I, well, it, it makes sense to me and I'll, I'll, I'll um, say it in interest, I'd be interested to see. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, um, because one of the challenging things about running your own business is having to do absolutely everything yourself. So you, your business is going to be focused around something that you really care about and love doing. Um, and you get to do some of that still, but you also need to make sure that you've got clients and you've got work coming in. And that means some form of marketing or putting yourself out there. And then you have also just all of, and, and that is a, and it is a thing that's kind of always on. And then you need to like simultaneously be delivering on whatever you've got. Um, and you're not just, you know, when, when you're a sole trader, um, especially, or even a small operation, but no, especially as a sole trader. And uh, you're not just doing the work, you're also project managing it, you're, you're dealing with the client, you're doing every aspect of that. And then there's all your tax obligations and just all of this kind of stuff that you just don't need to worry about as an employee. And um, yeah, like, there's a there's a buzz in a lot of that 
but there's a, um, a stress in a lot of that too. And um, yeah, I think what you've kind of done is managed to outsource um, an enormous amount of that running a business overhead out to your clients, which I think is really clever. Yeah. Yes, in this in a sense that I've, you know, it's it's almost like um yeah, it's almost like I've chosen some agents. <laughs> you know, I've chosen uh, yeah. agents for me, you know, so um and and you know, like just to reiterate as well, it's it's because it suits me at my time uh in what I want to achieve. You know, it it might it's absolutely um appropriate for someone say like in their 30s, 20s, 30s or whatever it's absolutely worth it to do all of those hard things and build a business. But it just goes to show as well that we, that we, we have a choice and we can mm. choose to do something differently, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Do, what do you think about the problem? Do, do you identify or does it resonate with you? This same, um, uh, it's, it's so well developed in our work life, the problem solving, ability that it spills over do you think do you think that uh, do you think it's a function of that, that that's highly developed in us because of work or do you think it's just a personality trait and you know I, I mean I'm kind of curious as to yeah yeah great question um first I want to when you were speaking about that and you you know that you're never often you're never turned off you're always working on something and solutions just come to you like a, um that, that is something that I really, really enjoy about this stuff. And I, I've had it a lot um, on a project that I'm on at the moment, actually. Um, yeah, just I'm suddenly awake at 4am and then and an answer is there that yeah. that wasn't. Um, and I, I really enjoy that. I, I, um, I feel like that is uh, what we have in tech, like the connection to the what do they call it um like the muse that um yes. other artistic creatives have of just suddenly mm -hmm. like all of these things fit together and it's there it's yeah um so i really love that um but i think you're probably more talking about like that constant left brain um just just thinking as a habit and i i think it is um uh definitely you know there's something genetic there's something in my personality that um inclines me to that but i also probably think much more that the nurture side of it and the habit of doing it and and learning to take a break from it is is a thing it's it's tricky and i i um uh i i know when I meditate, everything in my life is better and easier. Um, and I find it so difficult yeah. to do that. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting what you say. And well, I, I, actually, what's interesting to me as well is um, when you were saying that it's, it's something that you enjoy, because it's something that I enjoy too. And I've been thinking quite a lot about that. And um, it's, it's not to say that I don't want to en enjoy it, but when you were talking about, you know, priorities before, it's it's same. Um, 
I think it's, you know, like there's the satisfaction that comes with the solution coming to you. And that, so there's that side of it. There's a satisfaction when, when you do arrive at a solution. And, um, and then there's also the, well, for me anyway, um, there's also the, the kind of identity or ego side of it that I see myself as a good problem solver and I like it when other people praise me for mm. you know like being able to solve problems and you know like and then like the dopamine hit the more that happens the more you know so so I get that hit a lot because it happens in my job you know like and that's so I like the rewards mm. of feeling you know like feeling as I've solved the problems um, but one thing I've been thinking about that you know sort of ties into what you were saying about med meditation is that it's not so much that I don't want that to be part of my identity or that I want to stop doing that. It's more that um, I just want to be aware of where that's in conflict with, you know, like if I had to think about how I would like to see myself on like a, as a hierarchy or, you know, like then, then sort of being, being happier in the moment or be, you know, or being more content, being, being more present, be more content all of those things that you know um it's kind of like being aware of where that's in conflict with that sure. sort of oh, oh, the thinking mind so it's not so much that i don't value the thinking mind i do value it but it doesn't have to be on all the time so you know like if i had to have a you, you know if i if i had to think about work-life balance again it's um so let's just say that there is work and there is life and, you know, I don't, I don't think they are separate, but just for um, it. I totally agree. And everyone uh, criticizes me on calling it that and, and just life that's balance, but it's yeah, a term. That's, that's right. Yeah. But let's, and, and it's kind of convenient. So let's just say, but it, it is interesting to think, well, what's work and what's life, but let's just say that there is, because we do understand it on a conventional, on a conventional level as well. You know, like that's why that's used. That's why the term's used. So let's say that there's work and there's life. I've just forgotten my train of thought here. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so the work-life balance, I think that um, where it needs to be more in balance for me is um, when I'm doing something that isn't work, you know, like let's just, let's assume that there's work and there's life. So in my life, when I'm not working, um, I think that it's the, it's the overthinking mind that's out of balance with, with what I want, how I want to be, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be going for a walk and yeah, it's fair enough if the solution pops into my head, but I don't want to be out walking and churning over mm. a problem without, you know, like without realizing it. So what, so then that comes back to, you know, like the, Buddhist practices it doesn't have to be Buddhism by any means. That's what, you know, it's saying, but it comes back to just paying attention to that, um, and sort of saying to myself, "Yeah, it's great that I can solve problems, but do I? I don't have to be solving that problem now." <laughs> you know, like, uh, so, let's just. <clears throat> where's the point of balance for you of of the right amount of left brain um, solving thinking? Yeah, I, I suppose it's not it's not so much balance as um, appropriate behaviour <laughs> or okay. appropriate. But then again, then you know, like when is it? That's where it gets a little bit a little tricky because then it comes back to what's work and what's life. I mean, sometimes I might have officially kind of stopped work for the day, 
and I might and and I something might come into my head and I might and I might choose to then you know like I might choose to then think about that some more it's a choice and it's and it's done with awareness and it's done you know and then it might be that um you know like I'm out on a walk and there's there's I could I could be appreciating the present moment a lot more than I am and I'm doing and I'm thinking about something subconsciously so it's kind of so in answer to your question about the balance, it's the, the, that thinking, it's the thinking mind for me that's out of balance. That's, that's a direct consequence of the work, of work, if you see what I mean. So at least I think it's a consequence of the work because it's, um, it's developed at work. It's probably just a personality. It's what the chicken and the egg thing. Mm. Did, did I choose this kind of work because I like that kind of problem solving or does, my, does the work just reinforce that problem-solving behavior that then spills over into that gets my that gets me out of balance you know so yeah that's more what it is and I mean it also sounds to me like you're you're just describing like that that kind of monkey mind that unconscious um mind going oh let's work on this problem now and just throwing one in there when it's not part of the space or the need at all yeah. yeah. How do you think about work? how do you think about work life balance, or do you, do you think about it? Yeah, I do. I, look, I'm um, I'm trying to figure it out. That's a big part of me doing this is trying to yeah. get an answer to that question. Um, uh, I know when it's out of balance, and I know what it feels like when it's in balance. Um, when it's in balance. Uh, Definitely a part of it is I'm not thinking about um, things other than what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> so today or in this moment, I'm working on, I'm focusing on this particular thing. And, and out of balance is when um, I'm here talking with you, but my mind is thinking about this thing and this thing. And, and, and so all of the many aspects of my life are stacked right there with me in the present moment. And mm-hmm. I can't give any attention to any of them. That's that's what out of balance is like. Right. Yeah. Um, do, you think, do, you, do you think that a difference between your work and your life? Oh, gee. Um, uh, I do. Like, for me, it's kind of um, uh, work is I'm... Mostly I'm getting paid for doing something, but it definitely spills out into all those other kind of activities we're talking about, about growing a business. And then, you know, also, um, you know, every now and again, I spend some energy on a personal project that, you know, is in my professional field, but just for uh, the pure love of it. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And then life, mostly means my kids really i think these days yeah Yeah. and i guess the um the the, you know like what you get paid for is a significant aspect of what of what work is you know definitely but then as you say it it doesn't it doesn't always neatly fall into those categories Mm. you know like for sure and the thing is as well that um and I think that what, what conventionally, what, why people started talking about work-life balance is because 
the amount of work that needs to be done, uh, regardless of whether you're in pe- in working for someone in a in a in a job or working for yourself, the amount of work that could be done exceeds the number of hours in which yes. you know you are, are available to do them. Absolutely. So the thing is, that's how it that's how it gets out of balance because. Um, you know, you could you could spend an hour playing with your kids, or you could spend an hour doing that thing, doing that extra marketing that needs to be done. And you know, so I guess that's the more traditional. That's the more traditional work-life balance being so it's about step, isn't it? Carving out a bit of um, actual life in what would otherwise be consumed with yeah, just okay. work. Yeah, it's the Yeah, it's the priorities thing that was spoke about at the f- at first, isn't it? There's only yeah. like the time. Our, our time is resource, so. Um, there's always more work to be done. Yeah. But, you know, having said that then, I really love the overlap when I came and spent um, the couple of days out with you and Paul there and worked out there. Like, I loved that. And that that was, you know, that was solid work, super productive. Um, But I was visiting my friend and in a nice place. And, like, I, I... This part of my motivation for working for myself is to have the work that I do on my own terms and, and those kind of scenarios. Um, yeah. I Occasionally Angel and I will um, be up and she's working on creating a toy and, I, and I'm working late at night and we're doing that, or even sometimes with the children, they're doing creative things. And I, I love, I love that when we're all together in a space um, and and doing mm-hmm. our, our work as well, like that's just wonderful. And then conversely, and you know, and this creeps in so easily. And I'll say I hate it is um, when, and this morning it happened when the morning is a nice time. Angel left super early uh, for her crack, but I'm getting the girls ready. You know, and that can be just such a wonderful, lovely time. But I kind of got this project that I'm working on and I kind of had to move things along and I, you know, and, and I'm there at the laptop and I'm not, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that feels like work sucking away life from me and my children. And I, and I hate that situation. That's, that's a definite out of balance one for me. And yet, um, you know, it, it happened just this morning. It's not, it's, it's something that uh, is a constant challenge to, I don't know. Yeah. Overcome doesn't seem yeah, like the right word. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really hear what you're saying. You know, it's I, ex- exactly the same. It, it's, you know, like I think what I'm hearing you saying is it's not that work and life fits into neat boxes that you can you can switch from one to the other, but it's when it's basically comes down to I think when it's a problem and when it's not. You know, like whether when 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 you, something feels good and when it doesn't. You know, so and again, I yeah. suppose that comes down to I suppose that comes down to awareness. I mean, it sounds like this morning you were aware of it, and and it's thinking of. Um, like, was it possible in that moment to, uh, you know, to have some strategies to 
to kind of, you know, thank your mind for being able to, mm. <laughs> you know, like turn over on that project, but recognize that, you know, like just kind of let that go for the time being or, you know, it, 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 it's easier said than done. And I think it starts with awareness, but then um, yeah. uh, I think it's easier said than done to switch it off completely. Um, but the more you're aware of it, yeah, the, 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 more, the more you're aware of it, the more opportunities there are to have some kind of pause and have some kind of choice, even if, even if not perfectly. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, yeah, I mean, this morning I was there, it was going on, and also going on is I hate that this is going on in, in my mind as well. You know, I'm like, oh, and, but, and I, you know, I think actually not only that i had the thought earlier in the morning when the girls were just waking i need to shut the laptop now and not go back to it until and and i didn't do that then as well it was still it was back and forth but um you it looks to me you you seem to do that really well and i i'm i'm looking at your lifestyle and i'm looking at your um buddhist practices and and um well, just your general calm and at peace and balanced demeanor. You and yeah, no, you, thank you. you. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I certainly don't think I've got it. You know, like all figured out in that respect. Uh, but it, but it's something I would like. I mean, I, I, I want to set myself up for better success in in those areas you know like so so i will make choices that you know like that help me to to be more like to be more like that i'm not perfect in it by any means whatsoever but i will you know like it's it's part of what we talked about at the beginning like set you know create creating the circumstance i, I mean i want to create I, and i recognize that as a privilege but creating the circumstances in which I haven't got so much going on that it mm -hmm. just feels so yeah. overwhelming that it's almost impossible to, yeah. you know, to have that kind of balance, you know, so, but I recognize that I do realize that that's a real privilege and my life circumstances are very different from, from yours as well. You know, like I, you know, I do recognize that um, like I'm in a situation where I don't have a lot of priorities to juggle, you know, like, so the, the, anything that's out of balance for me is within my, my own my own mind really i haven't got a lot of external things to juggle in the same way that, in the same way that you have mm. i guess we all have our things mm, mm, mm. yeah i mean your juggle your juggling is what you want to juggle i'm not i'm not sort of saying that you know it's um but i'm recognizing the differences yeah yeah for sure um I, th I think it's both true that um, it's it's in the mind what your priorities are and where you focus it and how you, you balance it. And there's external things that um, comprise the um, priorities and the things that you give consideration to. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I spent a little bit of time in the garden before we're speaking now and I love when I do that so much and it's such a rare thing. Um, yeah. That's, um, I enjoyed 
when I stayed there with you and Paul and um, we did the, the walk through the trees in the morning and some Tai Chi. Yeah. Um, and, and had some tea to drink that like that just, um, yeah, that's, that's certainly something of a dream. And yeah, getting young children ready for school isn't, I don't think it's compatible with that. Um, so, yeah. Um, but those... I, don't, I, don't always, I don't always do it either. You know, like it's, um, I, I want to and I do and I'm making it into, I'm making it into a daily practice. But there are times when, there, there are plenty of times when I, when I don't do it either. And I think that, I mean, one thing that I have really tried to do and really, um, really try to put into practice is um, to to kind of cut myself a bit of slack <laughs> with it as well. You know, like if there are times when um, I know that it would be better for me um, to to do something, and and instead, you know, like I'm starting, I, I'm, I go immediately into you know work, starting work, or you know, and I skip the things that I know will be mm. really beneficial to me. Um, but one thing I've really tried to do is just be, just be a bit patient with myself. But know, knowing when I'm just, you know, knowing when um, the difference between sort of being kind to myself and also just um, making excuses. Mm -hmm. And so there's not, it's, it's not always an easy, it, it's not always easy to know which one because, mm -hmm. you know, you know, like, so, but, but deep down, I do know whether I'm, whether I need to be kind to myself or whether I need to say, um, no, you know, like you can, you can do, you, you know, you can make good choices. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's that. I, I, I really yeah. like that too, actually. Um, kind to yourself versus, would you say just avoiding? Um, well, you know, like this, in this yeah and this this thing that you know if i if i do find myself you know like churning over a problem you know like in the past i might have the the kind of like self-talk might have been you know what is wrong with you you know what is wrong mm. with you you know like, whereas now you know like it's much more a case of oh gosh uh then it's more much more a case of um can you hear the rain? the rain yeah 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 okay. yeah we've had a i think we're going to have <laughs> It's it's one of the problems of um, an un unconventional office space. Yeah, there's a bit of a storm happening at the moment. So yeah, right, cool. Here. I don't know if it's going to blow up or not. Yeah. Um, but I, I was going to ask you because I, I um, really struggle with um, like self-discipline. Like, you know, I'm going to meditate every morning. I, I'm so I feel so much better if I do and. And I was going to ask you if, um, what, um, yeah, how, how you consider your relationship to disciplining yourself in terms of having a routine and things like that. Um, but I, which, you know, if, if you have another answer, I'd love to hear. But I really like what you said about kind of recognizing. And I, th I think I do know it too, when like in this moment, am I being lazy or am I, it, no, what was the word that you used? It's all right, it's recorded. I'll be able to go back. But like, should I be kind to myself here or should I push myself to 
do what I should do. Yes. Yeah. 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 In terms of um, I actually like structure, I, I do better with discipline with some structure, but I but I'm also not good at structure either. Mm. So I know that I know well in the sense that. I do, I do well with structure, like um, having the same routine, um, sitting at my desk and working for this, you know, like more or less the same hours. I do well with those things, so long as I can be flexible within that structure. And I think it's, it's, it, it's the same thing as well. It's knowing when, it's knowing when I should be flexible and knowing, and then not using that as an excuse. Um, so just because I don't feel like doing something doesn't mean that I doesn't mean that I shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it's no, it's knowing when if I don't feel like doing something, it's knowing it's knowing when to pay attention to that and think I don't I really don't feel like doing this now. You know, maybe maybe I can take advantage of the fact that I do have all this flexibility and I'll do something else instead. Versus, you know. Um, I can do hard things and this is what I'm going to do now. Yeah. Sorry about this noise. No, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't expect you to control do you, the have rain. You, do you have the storm? Have you had the storm today? It's, yeah, it's we been, did. Um, we, had, we had a big downpour come through and it was just before I was gardening. And then when I was out in the garden, it's still really overcast and it's so, so wet, but it's not actually raining. Um, it's really lovely. Right. Kind of cozy. It's nice to be in a robe and beanie and yeah it's a little bit cold here as well it's like, oh, I've got this. yeah it's nice to have the rain because i live in it's, it's dry here mm. normally but we've had a lot of rain today so it's just blowing a lot which is that noise in the background right yeah. um but look i'm exactly the same as what you're just saying uh in terms of structure is really important um but equally important is the ability to not be in the structure at all and I yeah. <laughs> I enjoy like working on a Saturday and I really enjoy like not working on a, uh, you know, some weekdays. Um, just, yeah, just the, the breach just because of, you can. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the breaking of the convention, I think as well. Is, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I certainly, um, a sort of habit, Forming habits and repeating those habits works well for me. So when you were talking about the, I know, I know when you came for those two days and we did the meditation and the Tai Chi. And um, when, I, when I create that as a daily habit, that feels really good to me. And when I stop that for any reason, it's, it's difficult to get back into it. So that repetition and, and habit is, I recognize that for me is, is a good thing you know um so so waking up each day and having the ultimate freedom to decide am i going to do this or am i not am i going to you know like it doesn't work doesn't always it sounds good in theory but in practice um it doesn't work as well for me uh, like in practice having some uh some kind of repetition and structured routine structured routine really works for me yeah nice that's really good um, I'm kind of feeling to wrap things up sure. about here. Does that sound all right to you? Yeah. Cool. Is there any anything else that you'd want to add before we do? Uh, 
I don't, I don't think so. I think we've had a good, uh, a good conversation about it. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, no, not uh, nothing in particular that comes to mind. Um, thanks for, thanks very much for coming on. You've, you've um, been aware of it for a little, probably longer than most, because I think I was talking to you about it before uh, it ever launched. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, oh, I've really, I've really enjoyed all of the episodes actually. I didn't. I haven't listened to the one with the, the last one with your brother. I haven't listened to that one yet. So you've listened I've been, to all the others. The others, yeah, really oh. enjoyed. Them. Awesome, thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I'm really, really enjoying doing them. That was that was something that we said that we might talk about. Is um, and I will. What what time is it? Uh, about two o'clock, I think. About two o'clock. Cool. I um told you that I emailed um, this philosopher hero of mine, Bernardo Castro, uh, yeah. on a strange whim, and he responded and said that he would come on, um, which... What, did, what do you think it was about? Uh, what do you think? How do you think you... Why do you think he responded that way? How did you, how did you put it to him? It's I mean, so exciting. Yeah. I'll, I'll read you the email. Um, he's, uh, just to make sense of uh, how I sign off on it, because it's a very short email. I'm not wearing my glasses. <laughs> um, uh, his philosophy describes universal consciousness, uh, like, like the, the, the world as kind of a universal consciousness, and, uh, and it's a kind of a stream. And we, um, as conscious beings, are like whirlpools in, in this stream. So we're all part of the same thing, but we're, we're focused on what kind of this uh, winding around, like looking in on ourselves as kind of feedback loop. I'm not doing it any justice at all. This is what I said. I said, hi, Bernardo. I just Googled his email address. I've been a huge fan of your work for many years. I know you do podcasts all the time, but I thought I'd ask anyway, would you mind, or would you come and be a guest on mine? It's called The Unfinished Cubby, and it's actually about having balance in life. I promise if you do come on, there'll be a completely different interview to what you usually do, and a fun mm -hmm. one too. And then I signed off from one whirlpool to another. Cheers, right. Chris. That was it. And yeah. It's really great that he, I mean, it is, it, it's really great that he responded because there's such an emphasis on, um, you know, like what makes sense for, th th there's such an emphasis on the numbers, you know, like I, mm. I get this sense that people will go on podcasts if the numbers, you know, like match their expectations. So, but that, what that means is that you get this same, um, you get you can it, it gets really boring because the same people are going on all of the podcasts because they'll only go on the podcasts that have millions of listeners and you know and then whenever I do come across uh, some smaller you know podcasts like like yours you know like that you know you, you get to hear comes it might not be as polished and it might not be you know <laughs> yeah in all sorts of ways but it's um. It, it, it's really inspiring to me that he said yes because you know like he, he it's not like he looked at your podcast and thought oh yes he's got this reach of, <laughs> you know, 
I, I, Christine, I actually, I think on the YouTube one, I'm up to 17 subscribers now. Oh, actually. well, there you go yeah. then. So. <laughs> there you go. You know, he was obviously impressed with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I, I've promised him it's going to be really different and lots of fun. So I've, I've been trying to come up with questions, but that's a question I'm going to ask him then is why did you say yes to come on my yeah. podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'd be, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to hear what he has to say. I haven't listened to the video that I haven't come across him before, actually, but I will. I will now that you've mentioned mentioned him. Cool. Now I feel um, inappropriate having finished our podcast together on something that's completely unrelated to you. That's okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, but I will just say um, thank you again, and I'll. We'll be talking again soon. And okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Chris. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, thank you again. Thanks for your wisdom. Bye. Bye. I'm waving goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>